All right, welcome to the Price Ball Podcast. It is it's Monday, January twenty third, and we are so happy to have the team from Cage with us. Brian Rand, the epic formulator who we've known for many years, have never seen on camera until now. So you got to check this one out on YouTube. And then Aaron Heidebright, who's new to the team at Cage, as well as Darren Decker, who was previously on with Ben. And of course, Ben is here as well. Guys, thanks for joining us. We're going to talk about the mindset nootropic here, but um, I, I, you know, this conversation can go anywhere. And just so everyone knows, we are live on our Discord right now, so some uh, questions may come in from the from the audience. And we suggest everyone join our Discord because that's where the the happen in place in the supplement industry lately. So anyway. Thanks for joining, guys. How's everyone doing? Doing well, Mike. Thanks for having us on today. Yeah, it's great. Great being here, guys. Wow. Lots of good questions. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it's funny, you know, with Cage, as you guys know, we don't like to go into a category unless we know we can do something special, unique, um, and not just a Me Too product compared to the marketplace. <clears throat> um, our team probably tested 30 different of the top nootropics out there from $50 to $200. And we're just really shocked in terms of just performance, what their expectations were. And a lot of them you don't even feel, not alone the first time, but even after a week or two of taking them. So, you know, for us, it was important. There's a lot of studies in the uh, nootropics and uh, brain health and brain energy category. So, you know, we not only look at the science and the, and the research, but we also do a lot of testing, which is important. So I guess in terms of looking at the market, what's out there, you see tons of products. They'll have every ingredient from A to Z on there, like a you know the loaded pre-workouts now, putting everything in the kitchen sink in. And when it comes to your brain, it's very important to balance things. It's not more is better with nootropics. And I think that's the part where a lot of people get it wrong. They say, hey, we have you know 40 different ingredients in here, <clears throat> but it's all in a proprietary blend, so you have no idea of what you're getting. Um, for us, it was about picking the right ingredients, the right dosages, and making different versions where different people can try it. Because I think when you look at the neuro health or nootropics category, there's not a one size fits all when it comes to that. Everyone's got different levels of, um, you know, dopamine and serotonin and uh, all their different levels. So it's important to find something that can be adjusted depending on if someone is caffeine sensitive or if someone has higher cortisol, they might not want the one with caffeine where they could take the one without caffeine. <clears throat> so it was important for us to, you know, pick the right ingredients. We tested tons of ingredients. Um, there's a lot of ingredients that don't play well together when you're talking nootropics that actually don't make you feel good. Instead of feeling focused and good, they kind of make you feel just like, whoa, like what's going on? And I think with when you look at mindset and you look at the premium ingredients that we have in there and the right ratios, when um, we first started Cage, one of the big things with Chris Gethin um, is always we always said, hey, we're going to look at the research but we're also going to do our own testing. And it's kind of our internal mantra is test, don't guess. So over the past 10 years, um, I've done tons of neuro testing in terms of um, working with some of the leading experts in anti-aging and neurochemistry on doing advanced testing with uh, urine, saliva, and uh, serum samples. So over the past 10 years, I've done hundreds of neuro tests on all different variations of people from athletes to everyday people to Chris Gethin and you know, everyone's completely different. And I think that's the part when you look at a nootropic is how do you find something that works for the majority of people? Um, but also it's not gonna be for everyone because just the way people's brain chemistry is, if you know someone's high in dopamine and they have tons of energy all day long and they feel great, they're probably not looking for a nootropic. Um, but there's a lot of people out there that have low levels of catecholamines and serotonin and different neurotransmitters that make them feel not as good as everyone else. And, you know, with mindset, it was something that we wanted to be able to bring to the market where people could take it and feel it from the first dose within 30 minutes. And our internal slogan is, you know, it's a product that'll help you get shit done. And I think so many people, when you look at, you know, there's pre-workouts that can help you when you go to the gym and work out and lift and be stronger and more endurance. The same thing goes with, you know, when you go to work, there's all kinds of working professionals and college students and pilots and truck drivers. And I mean, you name it from A to Z, that really needs a good mental focus throughout the day. And I think, you know, most people that get up, you know, that have that first cup of coffee, whether it's, you know, two, three, 400 milligrams or a half a pot or a pot of coffee they're drinking to get going, you have that quick kind of up and down effect with it. So we wanted to give something that people could take and feel for, you know, five or six hours and feel very focused 
um, and in the zone. So that's kind of the approach we took with mindset. Um, and we offer it in two different versions. <clears throat> we have it in a caffeine version and a caffeine free version. So you can basically take it four different ways. So with the caffeine free, you can either take one scoop or two scoop, just depending on once again, your neurochemistry and how much of a boost you need. And then the same thing with the version with the caffeine, you can either do one scoop, which gives you 150 milligrams of caffeine or two scoops, which can go up to 300 milligrams of caffeine. Um, we do use two sources of caffeine. We use organic uh, coffee uh, bean extract from uh, uh, Pure Caf is the name of it. And then we also use a delayed release caffeine that extends the release up to about six hours called Zoom XR. So you have both that initial hit and then also the long onset of the uh, time release version of that. So that's kind of the high level approach that we were looking to take with it. Um, I can't wait for everyone to try it. It really makes a big difference. Like we said, initially, I think a lot of people are disappointed from spending a lot on a nootropic and saying, hey, I thought I was going to feel better or focus more or thinking they're going to have effects, you know, uh, like some pharmaceuticals on the market that people, you know, relate to um, and you just don't feel it. So I think with mindset, people are going to have something that they can really notice a difference and uh, really improve their focus, attention and uh, ability to get shit done. Like I was, I, I kind of have a, some specific feelings towards this product too. Like I love this product um, from like a lifestyle perspective. And when we were first going about it and he's talking about some of those guinea pigs, it was fun for me to just go online and buy any nootropic I wanted with, with the cage credit card um, and be able to have those and try them out. And I actually hit up you guys and I said, Hey, give me your top 10 favorite nootropics on the market because we're going to, we're going to test the crap out of them. I'm going to see how I feel. And I'm a, I guess I would say I'm a, I think I'm a relatively high dopamine guy, but caffeine, I, I need a lot of it to, to get going, um, which uh, is probably not a great thing, but, um, but this product for me can fit into so many different parts of my life, whether it's in the gym, uh, crunching numbers on Mondays where I do Excel work for sales. Uh, so Aaron doesn't hit me up and say, where, where are my numbers from last week? Um, but it's been, it's been a great, uh, product for me and similar to kind of like, I think what we've been seeing in caffeine and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but caffeine abuse in market is like crazy. People are consuming way too much caffeine. And so I'm, I'm super happy with the team to decide to come out with a, a non-caffeinated version too, because I think people are starting to become cognizant of just how there's caffeine in almost everything that you consume, or at least a version of it with caffeine, even like nuts have caffeine uh, shampoos have caffeine these days it's just kind of inundated um and when i was going to school and, and even i know some working professionals now that are abusing uh pharmaceuticals like adderall to get things done which have such short-term gains right um i really was looking for when i talked to brian too we need something that's going to come into the market be crazy effective to give people that that kind of similar feeling right um to be able to get stuff done but doesn't cross over that boundary of unhealthy long-term um you know um risk that you're taking with taking you know pharmacologic uh drugs so yeah i love it now i i hate to rewind things too far back but brian Rand just put down like an incredible answer and we never i don't think we fully introduced him as much so yeah. like brian can you you're obviously one of the founding partners at the company can you give us uh a, a quick introduction to yourself so then we can get back into this because you just dropped a bomb of information and people must be wondering who is this guy and how does he know so much stuff? So I've been in the supplement industry for almost 20 years. I started off with um, Nature's Bounty under the metrics and worldwide sports nutrition brands where um, I was involved in sales, product development, distribution. So I was really fortunate at a young age to really learn a lot about the supplement industry. Um, from there, I got involved in the anti-aging uh, world where I've worked with a lot of the anti-aging experts really closely on advanced hormone testing, neurological testing, um, and really cool uh, advanced testing methods on longevity. Um, from there, I spent a good amount of time at bodybuilding.com, uh, running their private label division, uh, launching all their different private level uh, label lines at bodybuilding.com. I think we had about four or five different ones at some point. Um, and from there, uh, did some consulting and started cage muscle with, uh, Chris and Michael. Excellent. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. It's so it's, it's been a pleasure watching, um, watching everything come by. So 
Did you, when you were looking, it seems like you already had an idea for what to do with mindset. Did you kind of pull your audience as well, or talk to like, talk to people in the DMs or how did you, how did you make sure that this is going to work with cage? And maybe uh, it, it comes down to, and Darren and, and Aaron know like the, the demographic mix a little bit. I'm not sure like how, how much you pulled the user base in terms of versus what you wanted. Yeah, you know, we we always, you know, pull the community and get a lot of customer feedback. We do tons of customer sampling internally. And then a lot of this was built based on years of research. I've seen so many different neuro testing in terms of kind of the commonalities and trends of where you see deficiencies in people. And I think we, you know, try to target a lot of that with mindset, making sure that we can hit that big broad spectrum of customers that really need something to get throughout the day. You know, they're not genetically gifted with you know, amazing memory and focus, and they're kind of tired and exhausted and, you know, having a hard time getting through the day. So we wanted to give them something that really made a difference quick and could help them, you know, in their everyday life perform better. Um, but a lot of it came down to, you know, the testing that we've done over the years. We do a lot of testing with Chris, um, advanced testing methods that, you know, go through and you can see your serotonin, your dopamine, your norepinephrine levels, GABA, PEA, histamine, creatinine, um, DHEA, and cortisol levels. So, you know, we do a lot of testing on that. And I think it's important to see where someone's at depends on how they're going to react to this stuff. I mean, you have sometimes people say, hey, I took that product and wow, it was just amazing. And other people take it and say, ah, it didn't do much for me. And if they have imbalances, um, I think that's one of the key things that really helps the nootropic in the market and makes people better. And I think whether, you know, Darren, you mentioned, you know, dopamine levels. I think there's a lot of people with low catecholamine levels where they're constantly reaching for caffeine and nicotine and chocolate and, you know, trying to chase something to keep them going as far as it goes. And I think once people get things balanced, um, it helps them live a healthier life because you're not craving those things. You feel better. Um, same thing with serotonin levels. You have a lot of people that are, whether they have eating disorders or OCD or, um, you know, aggressive tendencies and just don't feel well. Um, a lot of people have really low serotonin levels. So, you know, getting the serotonin levels in check. And as you guys know, a lot of serotonin, uh, most of the development comes from gut. So having a healthy gut where a lot of people don't through, you know, nutrition and, um, you know, just not having, you know, taking a probiotic and taking care of themselves, um, then they're going to have a shortage of serotonin, which creates a whole host of issues. So, you know, with mindset, we took kind of all that together, looked at the marketplace out there, looked at the science and research we had, and then really put together a product that we got tons of amazing feedback from our customers that works both the stim-free version as well as the version with caffeine. I want to ask... Uh, yeah, and I was just going to take it one step further on that because I think what Brian's hitting on is kind of all the core responsibilities that we do internally to make sure we're, we're doing our due diligence when we bring a product to market. Um, the other aspect of that is, you know, looking at our brand differently. We, you know, a couple of years ago, we were known as Cage Muscle. We did the rebrand last year and we really kind of stripped from that Cage Muscle and we're going beyond muscle. And so a lot of the categories that we're looking at are not just about building muscle anymore. It's about total wellness. And if you go back two years ago, you could look at the peak of COVID. It was immunity and sleep. Those were the, the peak things that people were looking into. Right now, I think brain health and, and human optimization is kind of at the forefront. And there's a lot of brands that are doing great things in these categories. It's actually great to see uh, multiple brands winning and succeeding. But the way that Cage has done it is a, is a bit different. And I also love the delivery. I love the format. The flavoring's spot on. Um, but we are a community-led brand. And one of the things that you know I love the most about Cage is that our community is incredibly vocal. They are very hands-on with you know how we bring products to market, how we're thinking about products. And Brian and his team do a great job at putting, you know, years of testing in most of these. I mean, Mindset's been in the works for a long time. It's more about when was the right time to launch it. I think we've kind of nailed that down as well. I love that. I was actually going to ask for Aaron. I wanted to know like how this differed for other launches for you guys, but that, that kind of tells us right off the bat. Yeah, well, you know, to that point, you know, how we, you can look over the last 48 hours, how have we gone to market differently than we have in the past? I think. You know, one, we've activated our complete community, whether it's social, athlete, influencer, we've done all the right activations where we've created a really great sellout story on our D2C site. But then you look at what we're doing curtains up with like a vitamin shop and potential future retailers. There's a lot of appetite for this product 
really on the forefront. You know, this is a product that's probably gotten more accolades than most products that we've brought to market. And I think you're starting to see us really think about 360 programs. What's the channel architecture look like and how we kind of move through that, that scope. But, um, you know, when, when you have Brian as our formulator, it's kind of easy too, because I mean, these, these products are amazing. So you make great products. It starts there. Your community's asking for them. Um, you know, the, it really just kind of gives you that, that all in opportunity to take it to market. Yeah, and I think we also need to do an, an intro for Aaron. I don't know if you, if you mind, Aaron. If we, uh, this is kind of the first time we're talking with you online. Uh, I don't want to be fair to you guys. I, we've talked with Darren a lot, so Aaron, at least what, what does he do for uh, Caged? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm fairly new to Caged, um, but not new to the space. Um, for those that know me, I've been around for about 15 years now. Worked with brands like GNC and Nutribolt, and you know, had a had a great run with uh, both of those companies. Learned a ton, right? And, you know, throughout that time period, you know, I look at brands like Caged, uh, like Ghost, like other brands that have communities that are leading the, the, the charge for them that are doing things right in the sports nutrition space. And, you know, one of the things that really attracted me to Cage was how they bring products to market, how they're thinking about the consumer and then the, the, the formulations themselves, like the science is what's super cool about it. And uh, while I'm not as... Uh, you know, educated on that as, as Brian is, uh, what he is doing is changing how a lot of brands think about the space and how we, you know, um, you know, put products in market, what categories are, we can potentially extend out to. But, um, you know, the CAGE team in general, if you think about it from top to bottom, they have a lot of great expertise within the building. Um, and, you know, don't sell Darren short over here. Daddy Decker has been doing a great job leading the charge for many years. Um, but these guys are great. Like they, they get the digital space. Uh, it's a digitally native brand. I thought that was super cool. And, uh, you know, from a commercial standpoint, we've got some great retail partnerships as, as well. But uh, again, it's, it, it's really about activating within our community and staying tight knit there. Yeah. I, I think uh, removing muscle is one of my favorite things that a contemporary brand has done recently. Uh, over the last couple of years, I've done like a similar thing in my, my life. I've gotten away from like the hardcore muscle side of things and realized there's so much more to the community. So it, it's really cool to see a brand like Cage Muscle, which used to have a lot of bodybuilder tendencies, start to look at like really premium offerings. Um, I, I, I really do believe like I, your your content last year changed around. I mean, I feel like we have keynote Apple speaker videos once a year from you guys now. Like like your content is so premium. Uh, I'm really excited for what comes in 2023. Uh, it, it almost seems like the, the the product that Brian has been making for years is now being presented just even better for what it already was. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're, you know, and I'll let Brian touch on this too, but one of the big things for me is this this company is, you know, it's kind of removing itself from the word muscle and we're becoming a wellness forward company. And cage can mean a lot of different things in a lot of different categories. And so historically, while we've played in pre-workout, recovery, protein, you'll see us really expand upon that. Obviously, hydration's on the forefront of a lot of people's minds. You're seeing a lot of brands enter that space. But whether it's sleep, multivitamins, you know, organics, those are all things that we're looking into and we're taking our time to put a lot of research in there. But, you know, we will uh, continue to bring new and disruptive products to the market that are a little bit out of scope from what you've seen historically from the brand. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions that I want to ask Brian with, with the, the formula for mindset, which uh, is really cool, is that it's very balanced. Um, and I, what I find right now with a lot of cognition products or energy products, uh, people go very in on... Um, novel stimulants, novel focus ingredients, uh, but we don't see any of that with Cage. And I, I like that. I think that Cage was very reasonable with the formula they went with mindset, uh, but it usually can be a very knee-jerk reaction to throw in your newest botanical that has a whole bunch of uh, cognition claims. When you created the formula for mindset, were there specific pathways that you wanted to play on? Because, uh, and, and did you also make this to be, I find probably compliant for like international, like one of the biggest reasons you chose not to use any kind of I don't want to say risky, but new cognitive products. Yeah, I got to I got to tack onto that as well. And and at some point we got to talk about the choline dose because you mentioned some people seem to be short on stuff and this is heavy on the choline. So um, at some point we'll get into that. But yeah, I'd, I'm interested in the pathways as well, because there are some new ingredients here. We should we should have uh, Brian talk about with us. Definitely. So I'd say, you know, in terms of, you know, the definitely the path, most of the pathways in terms of it is more in the catecholins, the dopamine, the norepinephrine. Um, really getting the brain, the pre prefrontal cortex to start firing where people can focus and, you know, feel a difference. I think when you look at nootropics, you know, there's kind of like, you know, anti-aging products too. There's different buckets. You have, you know, brain performance, you have brain health. 
Um, we focus more on brain performance with this one. There is obviously brain health components in there, but we wanted a product that people could really take daily and notice that difference quick and really focus more. If you have a spreadsheet you have to jam on at work or you know a big project you're working on that you can take it and just kind of plow through things. So I'd say you know those are a lot of the the key pathways in terms of getting things to work. When you look at you know, increasing those through, you know, obviously we have the alpha GPC in there, um, a high dosage, as Mike had mentioned, kind of uh, whether it's at six or 1200 milligrams. Um, and then you get obviously 50% of that due to the material concentration, um, along with the kind of the tyrosine, the L-phenylalanine, how they work well together, um, along with the B vitamins and a lot of the different uh, ingredients in there, they work well in harmony together. There's a lot of ingredients, I think, when you look at nootropics um, that don't work well. Like if you're taking, you know, high levels of uh, choline supplementations and whether it's a teacrine or dynamine, they don't seem to work well together. So I think it's really important to figure out what of those ingredients work well and at what dosages to where you can get that synergistic effect where everything kind of works together and you feel amazing versus too much going on with your brain and the label looks great. But when you take it, just you don't feel amazing. Yeah, I, I, I've, all of that resonates with me. When I take mindset, I feel better. I, I, I have the brain performance you're talking about. Um, but sometimes I feel like when I take too much, uh, I, I can have like paralysis by analysis because I have so much going on because there's, there's so much going on in my brain. I, I love the basics that you set, uh, stuck to with this uh, because the basics work. I mean, it's like compound lifts in the gym. Like, like you stick to the, the basics, you're going to get the best results. And I think you can waste your time on looking you know, like, like these shiny new ingredients, but sticking to the stuff that really works to me. Another, I know there are two are, are two new ingredients in there, but it's nothing like wild where that might be non-compliant down the road or anything like that. It, it really, to me, the the product is is compelling and it works every time I use it, and I can use it daily too. Yeah, and I, I guess it's really that safety and performance, and you know that goes long term. Like you said, that can be a daily driver for you. There's all kinds of crazy nootropic ingredients coming out daily. Um, you know, a lot of them don't have safety studies on them. Some of them are just meant to be taken kind of here and there. So we wanted something that people could kind of keep in their, you know, purse or gym bag and take with you everywhere. And, you know, wherever you need that nootropic lift, um, really get a good feeling from that. But also know that you're taking safe ingredients that are proven, that are backed by science, um, that's full label disclosure. So you know exactly what you're taking in there. But we've tested, gosh, 50, 60 different nootropic ingredients and combinations and, you know, from all kinds of the latest and greatest to, you know, different ones. And we always do blind taste tests. So we never let everyone see what's in there when they're trying them. And it really just comes down to the effect of which one made me feel the best. And it's funny because when it came down to the end of the day, most of the crazy new uh, shiny ingredients out there didn't make the top 10 list. So it came down to, you know, the ingredients that work that are backed mm -hmm. by science at the kind of the right combinations was the balance that we got the best results from. Can I ask you, like, uh, as a formulator, you obviously usually have like an ideal formula that you think is, is what's best. Did that match up with what all the, the blind taste tests te set, uh, said? Were there any differences in opinions on that? You know what? This minus plus or minus a couple ingredients that we ended up uh, going with is right in line with where I knew and I knew had a feeling that most people were going to feel the best. Of course, we have a lot of people on our team and a lot of younger guys and everyone's like, hey, you know, we got to try this ingredient and that ingredient and, you know, all these new ones, which we did. Um, but, you know, I think there's a lot of times when you look at the studies and the research, there's no shortage of ingredients and studies out there. But I think at the end of the day, not every ingredient performs as good as some of these studies appear them to be. And I think that's where, you know, where we kind of cross the bridge of, hey, let's look at the science, but let's test them. Let's test them with our customers. Let's test them with neuro uh, testing um, and make sure that it is increasing the levels of dop dopamine and norepinephrine and, you know, making people feel good. So I think going through that process and getting to where we landed is where I initially thought we'd come back to. But I think initially, if you show that to the team, they would be more like you initially of, hey, you know, there's all these new crazy ingredients and all kinds of fun stuff on the market. Let, let's go there. And we did go there. But unfortunately, none of them got to the top 10, as we mentioned. And it came back to the 
true and tried principles of the ones that really work and that had the greatest effect on the biggest audience. Do you, uh, Ben, do you mind if I ask a question to Brian? Absolutely. <laughs> I have a question for Darren after that, but yeah. Uh, so, because I'm, I'm the guy that usually comes to Brian when he's saying young kids. I don't know why he's calling me a young kid, but, you know. All right, it's Darren. Comes <laughs> from, uh, you know, trending, trending new, uh, you know, brands that I, you know, I think are cool. Because I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the industry, as everyone, I think, knows just in general. I love Cage the most, of course. Um, but regardless, like, I bring these ingredients to Brian and he's like, nope, strash. Like, but these are like mainstream ingredients that have like really good marketing. You know exactly what it is because the ingredient is called what you think it does in the product, but it doesn't pass Brian's like bullshit test or sniff test, I guess you could call it. So like, Brian, what is what is that level of like science and backing that you need in order to say, yeah, this is approved for a product for Cage to bring to market? It comes down to a combination, you know, initially, of course, we're always reading through the journals and reading the latest and greatest information. If something comes across that looks promising, we'll say, hey, that looks good. Let's try it. Let's see how it works, you know, with our customers and see how they feel from it. Are they feeling the same way as these studies do? And, you know, it's, I'd say probably 60, 40 that, you know, 60% of the time they don't work as the way this, a lot of the studies say they work. And, you know, 40% of the time that they do, and maybe they need a tweak or an additional ingredient added with it. Um, but we always test them because there's there's no benefit just in t showing someone these great charts and saying it's going to make you feel this way and that way. And they get the product and, you know, two weeks later, 30 days later, you know, they're disappointed that it didn't actually make them feel that way. So I'd say we always kind of under promise and over deliver in terms of the results and make sure that at the forefront, you know, safety is always there. There's the safety studies. There's, you know, making sure the ingredients are going to be healthy for you long term and not just throw something in there because it's, you know, the latest ingredient or someone did a pilot study um, on five or 10 people or, you know, a rat study or different things. And they don't know kind of long term events on it. Um, we want to make sure that it's obviously safe for us and our consumers long term. And, you know, bottom line is, you know, we develop products that we all like to take. And uh, at the end of the day, um, it has to work. And if someone's spending 60 or $80, they should get a product that makes a difference. And uh, we hope with Mindset, once they try it, everyone will see that. We offer a 100% money back guarantee that, you know, for anyone that's been let down before to try our product. And, you know, if it's not the best nootropic they've ever had, we'll happily give you your money back on it. Um, but yeah, we, um, I think everyone's going to be super happy with the two different versions between the caffeine and the stim-free version. And uh, I think... Compared to most nootropics out there, once they give it a shot, uh, they won't use anything different. I think one of the problems with nootropics, and I don't know when he's ready, but uh, one, yeah. one thing I wanted to note that I like about Brian says is like, Brian knew what kind of effect he wanted to get out of this product, and he knew like the, the pathways that you were going to take to get there, and that is seen as backwards in this industry. A lot of formulators uh, have ingredients they want to use, right? And they're finding a reason to use that ingredient rather than identifying the specific feeling they're trying to create and finding the chemical pathways that lead you there. And I mean, that's why I enjoy talking to Brian is we actually often more, often more times get away from talking about specific ingredients and then start talking about more things like the sourcing of those ingredients, the quality of those ingredients, which oftentimes can make a more bigger change in the quality or the, I think the efficacy of the product than just, you know, can we throw something flashy in there? And oftentimes that ends up with a pre-workout that maybe it has 10 grams of citrulline, but it's going to work a lot better than, you know, your, your newest uh, kitchen sink of stuff that might yeah. not actually work together. So I, I just yeah. think you're that. And Ben, I think you nailed it. Like with that, with like the citrulline and different things, everyone's always like, Hey, you know, why aren't you guys using, you know, nitrosamine or, you know, all these other great ingredients. And, you know, I think there's a lot of them that, you know, you look at these charts and graphs and once again, you're like, Oh, wow, that looks impressive. But, you know, if you take, you know, 1500 milligrams of the bonded arginine, compared to, you know, six, eight, 10 grams of citrulline, there's no comparison. I know there's, you know, different ways people have shown kind of research and different things. We're also coming out with our own uh, pilot testing on that, showing the effectiveness of citrulline at the levels that we use. Um, and there's not even a close comparison. Um, we're going to be able to show people in terms of the different levels of citrulline compared to different products in the market and actually how it does go about raising blood arginine levels. 
So uh, that is coming soon and uh, you guys will be able to see that. But I think that's another example of when you sit there and look at um, how we test things both in the gym as far as, hey guys, take this product here with these pump ingredients in it. Not gonna tell you what it is and tell us which ones you feel the best on, which one gave you that most pump, which one worked amazingly. And then on top of that, we have, you know, the different blood tests showing how the different ones and different combinations raise the um, blood arginine levels in terms of having the best nitric oxide effect. So I think it's, you know, sometimes you can get these new and innovative ingredients that work amazing, but a lot of times it's using the the ones that you know that, are, that work and are backed by science. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you could put, you know, 1500 milligrams in a pre-workout and get that same effect, you know, for sure we do it. It makes a lot of sense in the world. Um, unfortunately, um, from our research and testing and everything else, uh, you know, we find different levels that work well and kind of stick with those. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone's arguing that ten grams of citrulline is not <laughs> raise arginine levels a ton. Like we, that data is definitely out there. I, I think um, some people. The concern is, of course, the weight and, and like any GI issues. But the cool thing is, I haven't had any GI issues uh, when when full full dosing the. Uh, we're talking about pre caged elite, which has ten grams of citrulline. So uh, that's me personally. But I, I think that's kind of the concern. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't know anyone who's arguing against like the efficaciousness of 10 grams of citrulline it's it it should do its job otherwise you got to check your pulse there so <laughs> I, that's my kind of take there I, I, but um I, I would just say like i like i think 10 grams i think you guys chose the the right spot with 10 grams i think beyond 10 grams you might get a little mm -hmm. bit more but i don't think it's noticeable to most athletes you know yeah. and, and people who are going beyond there i just don't think it makes much of a difference i consider i think eight grams is kind of like my sweet spot if not six if, because you're going to add in most companies are going to add in other uh things with it and i don't need to overdose on citrulline but with the way that you guys positioned it with 10 grams of citrulline being the main ingredient it makes sense that's like probably the best bang for your buck when you go big on citrulline and i, and I like it um i i think that also data just going head to head with other maybe combinations of ingredients only helps the yeah. industry. So when you guys come out, yeah. like that, that helps everyone. Absolutely. And it's funny because if you go back from when we first launched, we did our pre and post stack. Mm -hmm. And if you look at that, it was meant to take in combination of our pre-workout and our intra-workout. Our pre-workout had 6.5 grams of L-citrulline and our intra-workout has 3.5. Hmm. So together, you know, you'd hit that magical sweet spot of that 10 grams, which everyone on our team felt is... Uh, a uh, great dosage for people that are really looking to lift. So one of the things with uh, Pre-Cage Elite was a lot of people just wanted to take one product. So we were, you know, kind of took a lot of the pre, the intra, and made it into one product where it's easy for people just to take one product and get that same effect. But we've always been a big believer of kind of that sweet spot range, and uh, it works really well for uh, lifters that really care about performance. That's a great point. And that's actually, ironically, the point that I always use for your caffeine, because a, a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, there were a, a select amount of caged uh, lovers who were surprised with the amount of caffeine and pre-caged elite. But when you look at pre, the PIP stack, that that was that was the total that you got between the intra and the pre-workout. Absolutely. It was always yep. there. Um, and for us, it was just, you know, for people that didn't want to go to that level or, you know, uh, were caffeine sensitive or different things that where they could kind of take it where they just wouldn't take the intra workout, they would take pre cage and then like our post workout. Um, and for those that wanted that extra endurance and kind of go power, they would take that combination and get close to 400 milligrams of caffeine and hit your kind of 10, 10 grams of citrulline and 3.2 beta alanine. Um, so that would kind of, you know, you take the combination of those products versus with elite and with elite, you know, it, it can be you know, strong for most people, but there's a lot of people that just take a half a scoop and half a scoop of elite is still, you know, two or three times stronger than most of the pre-workouts in the market in terms of the ingredients in there. So um, same thing with that. There's different ways people can kind of dial that back and still get the same great effects. So we have a question from a, a viewer. They wanted to know, and I, I hope this doesn't take away from anything from what you guys eventually came with, but were there any specific ingredients for mindset that you were really excited about that didn't make the cut? No, all the ones that I wanted made the cut. So I was super happy with that. I think there was, I was disappointed that more of the kind of new and fun and innovative ingredients didn't make the list. Um, I was hoping that we'd have a couple uh, different ones besides on top of obviously the Cerebus, which is absolutely amazing. 
and uh, the um, Ionaplex, which works great um, on many different levels in terms of um, helping with the trace minerals, antioxidants, uh, neuro support, and then also absorption levels on it. So um, I think those two um, obviously, you know, are newer ones that kind of, if someone would call kind of the shinier objects, but I was thinking that uh, a lot more of the kind of traditional nootropics or fun ones that are hitting the market would have made the mix. And uh, unfortunately, even putting them in at the right dosages and uh, different combinations never got feedback from groups that, hey, this this was amazing. And you're sitting there looking at it going, wow, you know, that formula would have cost us 2x. And glad we did consumer testing because, you know, here we would have spent all that extra money and no one really noticed the difference. So can we talk about Cerebust then? If, if that was. Yeah, absolutely. We, we haven't really brought it up much with consumers outside of our content for this launch. So I'd love to hear maybe how you found it or your findings on it. What's, what's, what's Brian's story with Cerebust? You know, so we were, you know, we knew we wanted to have a ginseng in there. So, um, you know, for years we've been working with Naturex on lots of different ingredients and, uh, you know, from all different types of products and getting them in kind of beta stages and testing stages. And um, Cerebus really stood out from all the different ones out there. Um, it's really high in ginsonamicides, which compared to most ginsengs on the market, um, is a big difference, and that's where they believe a lot of the kind of the nootropic neuro benefits come from. Um, it's just an amazing ingredient in terms of working memory, uh, speed, attention, um, and it works quick. It's one again. It's not one of those ingredients you have to take for 30 or 60 days. Um, it works from the first dosage. Uh, the studies have so um, it's an amazing ingredient. We think it's one of the core drivers uh, in the product that works well with uh, in coordination with a lot of the other products, but. Um, yeah, it's unique. I don't think there's a lot of people using it. I'm sure a lot more people on the market will start using it um, once they really understand the benefits. And once again, this is a, an ingredient that tested very positive in the groups of uh, different ingredients that we tested early on that people didn't even know what ingredients were in there or what branded ingredients were in there. Um, the one with Cerebus always performed well. Very cool. Um, cool. Well, so then for Cerebus, is that exclusive to you guys? Did you find that or...? Uh, um, it, it is not fully exclusive to us at this point. Um, it can be used in obviously um, other supplement companies or industries as far as it goes. So we do not have uh, an exclusive on that one, um, but is an ingredient that we uh, believe is a strong performer in the nootropic area. There's tons of research. There's a lot of amazing science, uh, double blind uh, studies on it. Um, that actually matched the performance levels of what we got internally and tested. So we kind of uh, always check those two boxes together, making sure the research as well as the consumer testing match up. And that's one of the ingredients that uh, actually did. Well, if you guys have any questions, go for it. I have I have a lot of questions, but I'm, I'm done with mindset questions. Yeah, right now. So in the chat, we've had a couple of things happening uh, that I wanted to back up to. So FitDab was basically, let me, let me scroll up, talking about that it's a... It's an issue selling. Okay, so yeah, issue on this product. A salesperson's a vitamin shop. Majority of employees don't know the basics. So you have a, you know, you have new ingredient here, relatively complicated. Uh, not, it's not super complicated, but a slightly complicated product. So Darren, like, what is the strategy to actually getting this? You know, getting the the right people to be able to educate and make the right decisions on it in terms of talking retail. Yeah, you know, it's it's constantly been you know since I joined Cage two years ago. I think you know. Brian creates these, you know, immaculately formulated products that, you know, it's really hard to train, you know, 700 plus well, stores, right, for, for vitamin shop, let alone, you know, the immense uh, amount of stores for GNC, the con unfortunately constant turnover of a lot of those employees, you know, in this day and age too. Um, so it, it poses, it poses an issue. Um, but what I will say is, as a team, as you guys are seeing us really kind of lean into being a digital brand, the content that we create, kind of repurposing that uh, with our retail partners to drive education through some of their newer portals that they're creating too. Uh, I know GNC is launching like a GNC TV uh, for their employees to get more educated. So we, of course, have to be involved with those programs to educate folks on, on our products why we formulate the way they do and how they can help uh, the customers that come in. Same with Vitamin Shop. You know, we we invest a lot into uh, our, our these partnerships specifically to get FaceTime with a lot of these employees, uh, brand summits to really drive the education of, of these products. But a lot of it's going to come from the digital efforts that we have. Um,
you know, if you look at our PDP pages, I actually think our PDP pages, um, which is product like product listing pages for those that don't talk e-com, so apologies. Um, so if you go to our actual product page on our website, you're going to get more of an education on those products than probably any other D2C out there uh, because they're truly science-based, telling you exactly the, the dosages, why they're in the products on every single page. And Brian and, and our marketing team have done just tons of work to really bring those out effectively to, to educate the consumer on, on that purchase. So even utilizing those in retail through QR code, shopper marketing, you know, Aaron's here to kind of help guide that strategy for shopper marketing. He has way more experience in that than I ever have uh, in my digital uh, background. So bringing that, bring that to the forefront are all the things that we're trying to do to, to help educate uh, the consumer as well as the, the salesperson at those partners. So. And Mike, I would say too, you know, Vitamin Shop got that product really early. It shipped super early to those guys. So I think they got it on some of the store shelves a little early. Um, Vitamin Shop's one of the top re retailers that we usually work with in terms of product education and really training their team and working with them. Uh, their CEO is really big on uh, making sure they have that kind of education. One thing we're also looking into is you guys obviously know Chris Gethin really well. And uh, Chris is very good at education and really talking about the products and the differences. We're looking at doing some talking labels where you can hold your phone up to the, you know, up to the label uh, to a QR code or just one of the graphics. And that would give a quick, you know, two minute video of Chris explaining kind of the high levels of each product and, you know, why it's better than most products in the market. I, I think Vitamin Shop does a great job of, of uh, educating for the most part, every time I go in there, people usually understand. And it's funny, especially with Cage, because Cage cares a lot about sourcing or quality or, you know, like maybe natural versus uh, artificial. A vitamin Shop is very in line with a lot of the beliefs that you guys have, which is which is pretty cool because it's not just slinging product. It, it They do talk about a passion and a, and a quality aspect to it. Yep. Uh, so one thing that I wanted to ask, but it's, it's getting off of the, the topic of mindset, but in general with you guys, uh, we talked a lot about your fish oil last year. Uh, was it last year or the year before that? We, we've talked a lot about your fish oil for a couple of years now. We've been talking about that for a while. Um, I've noticed it's out of stock and I know this has to do with, with like, because you have such a specific source of fish oil. I want to know if you guys could give us a, like an update on the fish oil because it's, as far as our community goes, it's one of the favorite fish oils that most people are using here. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. Actually, good news. It is back in stock. So um, that's another, you know, uh, one of our products like HydroCharge that's just been selling like crazy. Um, once we hit the market with it, it's, you know, it's really clean, pure fish oil. Um, I think there's a lot of products on the market that just are not healthy. Um, obviously, we do a lot of uh, testing on there. It's the first fish oil with uh, proven origin on there. We have the Arevo testing uh, there's a specific area off the coast of Chile that we get our fish oil from. So um, it's always sent to a lab to prove that it's from there. It's not from fish farms or, you know, uh, different sources of fish that, you know, most people get their fish oil. You have no idea what you're getting in there. So um, we're really happy with uh, that product and the quality of it. And our customers love it. And it is back in stock. One of the, my favorite things you guys did there was like you highlighted the triglyceride form, which nobody else was doing. And it's funny because there's other yes. brands who had triglyceride form and like they just weren't talking about it. And I went to these other brands like, look at what Cage just did. They're doing this awesome job talking about something that you guys are completely ignoring. Like all of a sudden overnight, everyone was asking, is it Athluster or triglyceride? Like we had these comments about it and it, it was all because you guys simply spoke about it. Yep. Yeah, I, I think there's just so many uh, brands out there that, you know, when it comes to fish oil, they don't do a custom fish oil. They're just going to their contract manufacturer and saying, what do you have in bulk? And everyone's using the same cheap fish oils out there. Um, and they don't even understand the difference between them. But as you guys know, you know, with quality, absorption is always a, a big thing with cage. So we only put the best in there. And uh, the triglyceride obviously have much higher levels of absorption, um, higher level potencies of the uh, ingredients. And then, of course, you know, the, the version that we use uh, stays really clear. You see a lot of fish oils that oxidize. And, you know, I think, Ben, you've tried in the past opening up some fish oils and smelling them. And, you know, they're just rancid and not even healthy for you to take. Um, we wanted to make sure we gave our customers a product that really made a difference in their heart health, their brain health, um, and also uh, is a product that's at the right levels that actually is going to increase your omega-3 index levels. Um, if you look at the ratio in ours, taking the two capsules a day, within about 30 days, most people can go from testing under to in ideal level uh, conditions on the omega-3 index. 
So same thing there. We've done a lot of testing, uh, didn't just throw a product out there, but wanted to make sure uh, we had, you know, the purest form ingredients and also the right levels of EPA and DHA to make a difference. Are there any complaints about the size of the, of the soft gels? They are enormous. I don't have a problem. Yeah. But... You know, thank God we have. And I think a lot of people are used to taking bigger fish oils. Maybe some mm -hmm. take the smaller with the krills or different things. But, uh, you know, so far we haven't had any complaints about that. And I think Chris has showed before too, um, uh, with his girlfriend and uh, fiance, you know, she would, didn't like taking the big soft gel. So she would just take like a small pin and poke it and put them on her salad or mix them in with different things and have that pure fish oil. So, you know, for people that can't take them, there are other ways they can uh, still use them. Right, we so do it on our dog. Each of our dogs gets a daily capsule where it's squeezed on top of their food and their coats are super soft. And uh, every time we take them to the vet, they're always amazed with uh, how good their skin looks. So definitely works cool. good for pets. That's funny. I actually give my dog fish oil every oh, I, I give her very often as well. I, most people don't understand that's that's a big thing for dogs. Kind of cool. Yes. I I was surprised. I mean, krill oil is one of those things where it, it I consider it to be to be a gimmick. It, it almost seems like it, it fits the, the the brand of cage, other than the fact that it doesn't work. Was was that ever a consideration for you? Because I know like the the quality of it is better. You just need to get more of it. Is my understanding. Yeah, I think, you know, every time when people see krill, they always see the benefits and they're like, oh, wow, it's, you know, some people say it's, you know, two, three X of fish oil or, you know, different things as far as it goes. The problem with it is, is you have to take such high levels of it. You have to take, you know, a couple grams of krill. So they're having these, you know, krills out there that are, you know, 50 or 100 milligram of krill just doesn't do much for you. If you, when you look at the studies on them, they're comparing the same levels of omega. So if you're taking you know, 600, 800, you know, a gram of krill, uh, the cost is just through the roof on that. So I think krill is good, um, but I think the levels that you have, actually have to take to uh, get the same benefits from taking a fish oil high in EPA and DHA um, offsets the difference when you look at it. I think the way they kind of gimmicky market it and show that, you know, it increases, you know, uh, higher, you know, potency um, is at a, a lower dosage. But once again, once you kind of even them out, um, it just gets super expensive. Like, did you have any follow-up questions? Uh, no, I mean, not not regarding fish oil, definitely not. But I mean, I have more questions. We no, we could always chat. Whatever you got. All right. All right. So, what do you think is the? Uh, and now that you have a an incredible mindset nootropic, what do you think is the uh, biggest product mark the product gap in the cage product line? And I have an idea myself, but most you might not agree. So that's that's what I want to talk about. What what can we do next? You know, I think as, you know, Darren and uh, Aaron mentioned earlier, as we've kind of evolved from cage muscle to cage, more of the health and wellness and uh, fitness type products are definitely on the horizon. Obviously, we have the Outlive 100. We have our multivitamin that's all from organic vitamins and minerals. Um, you will see some products coming out in the anti-aging longevity uh, area from us. But one of the, the biggest things that we've been working on, I'd say now going on, almost two years is our protein bars. Um, we've gone through five different contract manufacturers in 176 versions of our bars. Um, and so that's what you do all day. Up, <laughs> we, ended up, we ended up taking the process in-house and did our own R&D in the bars and uh, spent uh, a lot of time and went through the process and got everything nailed. So um, we have our formula dialed in. We have a contract manufacturer that's able to... Um, work with the type of bar that we're doing and uh you guys will be first to get samples on that i'm hoping to get you guys something in the next maybe 60 days and uh we're hoping to have something out you know probably late summer um as far as the bars but uh our goal was to make sure we had you know not just a protein bar but the best tasting protein bar on the market and uh i think uh when you guys try it i hope you agree with us but uh and it was worth the wait but uh we went through a lot of time on that and make sure we didn't want to just throw something out that turned into a hockey puck like most of the bars in the market <laughs> so are, true bars are tough i mean someone said to me a couple months ago they're like watch functional foods not when they first launch check them out like six to nine months later that's when you know like whether or not Absolutely. this is going to stick around especially as you scale from smaller uh, you know minimum order quantities and stuff up to like at scale especially where you guys are because you could launch something direct to consumer and then next half to next year have to get it into GNC vitamin shop, maybe, you know, some sort of FDA. Yeah. That's a big difference in manufacturing and, and that's going to change the quality. It's going to change the consistency of it as well. 100%. And I think when you look at ours, it, they're very clean. They're 
you know, super natural, a short list of ingredients. Um, they taste amazing. But I think most importantly is, you know, we're not going to have them everywhere. We're going to keep them in a controlled distribution where we can keep them fresh and where everyone that gets them is getting a bar that tastes amazing. Um, I won't personally, if I ever go buy a protein bar and it's over six months old, I won't buy it. And I think just, you know, most of the bars in the market up to that, you know, three, four month window, they're pretty good. And then five, six, they start getting bad. And anytime after that, they're uh, usually not fun to eat. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have this really bad, um, I'll say track record with bars because I'm really lucky that I usually get them sent to us straight from the manufacturer, from the bakery. And that is like the worst thing for like reviewing. Like, like I had one last week that was just like melting in my mouth. Like it was, it was incredible. It was a beta. Like I would rather you guys order your betas from the, the lab and wait six months before you send them to me. Yeah. <laughs> And you sound like me. Everyone's always, as soon as they send the samples, I get a weekly, how do they taste? And are, are they on? I'm like, well, I'll tell you in about a month, I'll start tasting them. And then we go every two weeks till then and, you know, start seeing how they taste. And, you know, so many bars, like you said, that first week tastes amazing. And then, you know, you get to month one and two and three, and it's just like, oh my gosh. And, uh, you know, I think a, lot of, a lot of brands throw out a lot of bars. It's it's friendly, like, but there's been a couple of brand owners that have been like kind of giving me shit about it because like my video is always like oh my god it's incredible it's t so tasty and then like it it happened in this discord which is what's so funny it's like there was a launch last year that like i thought it was like the next big thing and then literally like six weeks later when it hit distribution centers it was already hard and yeah this is a pretty consistent thing right now yeah absolutely we will avoid <laughs> we've done so much testing with ours and i guess that's one of the biggest things too is you know, getting to that point and making sure that at six months, it's still soft. It's still, you know, tastes incredible. Um, but I think most bars, once you start getting to that year window, it's tough. You know, I think a lot of people get creative and tell people to start, you know, throw it in the microwave or do different things to soften them up. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, uh, a bar that's, you know, close to a year old is usually never good to eat. There are some exceptions now they're getting better. I still think you're at that, you know, six to eight month window max before uh, things really start not getting good. Yeah. Well, Mike, do you want to give them your submission for the next big cage supplement? No. Well, what I realized is uh, something simple, magnesium supplement. I need, so I, every night my family, we do little, we have a little magnesium ritual or whatever. And uh, hydrocharge is the flavor system. But it's and but cage has not provided the magnesium itself. I'm like, you know what? All I could I got I got three ingredients for you. I can make you the best the best magnesium supplement. You can flavor it with your insane. I love your flavor systems. I you know I've gone on the record many times. Hydrocharged fruit punch is the best fa uh, fruit punch flavor system in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I'm always uh, mixing someone else's magnesium in with your flavor system, and I I think that uh, cage needs needs to come out with something simple like like that like a uh, magnesium. How much magnesium? What's that? What's the what's the dosage you take at night? How much do you want? So uh, here's what I've been doing. I've actually um you so it's a basically about a hundred percent daily value, whatever that whatever powder that comes from. Magnesium taurate and so magnesium taurine and glycine are the three ingredients I'm trying to put together before bed. Three grams of glycine, um about a hundred hundred percent or so of uh magnesium and then taurine anywhere from one to two grams or so um but sometimes magnesium there is a magnesium taurate product out there that i sometimes use as well so that's kind that's of the one I've been using for years i think if you look at a lot of magnesium they cause issues with people's stomach magnesium taurate's a great one to take doesn't cause the stomach gi discomfort and allows you to take higher levels exactly yeah and i've actually started messing with i was gonna make a video on this um so i've started messing with uh, magnesium lotion as well and i know that's probably something you know cage doesn't get into but um i've been feeling some effects i'm, I'm thinking that I, I still need more magnesium even than than what i'm getting so that's kind of what i'm where i'm going with it but yeah so magnesium taurate and glycine are, are you know two two ingredients together that i'd love to have with a cage flavor system cool well, uh, yeah, can't agree more. I think magnesium is an awesome supplement. I think more people need it. There's definitely, it affects so many levels in people's system. I think it's just taken at the right time. I think you're starting to see now a lot of uh, electrolyte products that people are juicing magnesium during the day. And uh, they're putting the people to sleep during the day. Then everyone's like, why am I so tired? But I think the magnesium works great at night if you're taking higher dosages. But I think if you're, you know, throughout the day, if you're anywhere from, you know, 20 to 60, 80, once you start going over 100, 
you know, some people can start having effects with it, you know, making them tired or relaxing them or, you know, uh, something that you'd want to take a higher dosage before bed like you're doing. Right. Or if it's magnesium oxide, it's in any of the bathroom, which some people exactly. do on purpose. Yes. Magnesium citrate seems to do decently with that as well, but that's not generally, um, not always the intended dose, but some people like that as well. So we could, uh, we could sit here and formulate a, a caged laxative if you want to. <laughs> yeah, mag citrate's like a big uh, wrestling and powerlifting like weight cut supplement. You take that stuff, you'll lose a whole bunch of weight. Ben, oh, yeah. how, do we, how do we do this? Oh, yeah. So we have a giveaway uh, oh, yeah. for three boxes of this box. I, I got to say, uh, our, our Discord was going crazy over opportunity to buy one. So um, we like to do like quizzes and questions and see who answers first. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any uh, preferred way to give this away, but that's usually how we, we try to like do a fun quiz or question. Brian, do you remember any of the things that you talked about earlier that you could quiz the crowd on? <laughs> what, um, wh what's the name of the uh, ginseng that we use? There we go. Here we go. I see Dr. Andrews typing. Oh man, that was fast. Looks like Dr. Andrews. You win a box. Congratulations. Okay, so the second question. Um, a lot of fish oils use the ethyl ester version. What is caged omega-3 using? Oh, Will's on it. Oh, Will, oh, yep, he got it. <laughs> that was fast. Will Brandon, congratulations. All right, Ben, you got a question? If you take uh, pre-caged and in-caged, how much citrulline are you getting? Oh, age. age. All right. Okay. <laughs> Wow. Right. Thank you for listening tonight. Very cool. That's good. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. We've got a lot of clips for tonight. Mike and I on the side always mess with I, while we talk about this. We got a lot of clips for tonight to, to put on. Uh, thank you. Well, Brian's awesome. Yeah. Like you, obviously, I, I wanted to say, like, I think people right now listening will realize why you don't see a new cage supplement coming out every four weeks or anything, and even like a new flavor because Brian Rand's doing it right. And that is. Sometimes for worse because we want more stuff from you, you know. But but in the long term, it's for better. Like you're not going to be sending us a protein bar that's going to turn into a brick. I'm I'm pretty sure of it. If you're if you're going to be reaching like 200 versions here, so uh, I th I think that's a great takeaway. Is that yeah, it's a uh, there was a comment from uh, Dan over at Muscle Tech, and he's basically saying like I love hearing the inside R and D stuff from other brands that do it right, you know. So it's. It's not as simple as just whipping together, uh, you know, a quick batch and and shooting it out. So, so Brian Rand is really the reason why, um, like these work so well. I do want to ask about the flavor systems, actually, but yeah. So Brian is the reason why these products are just like so long living. Like pre caged has been like basically the same formula. There's been a, some minor tweaks, but basically the same formula since 2014. So ahead of his time, 6.5 grams of citrulline in there. And, uh, man, like back then, no one was doing that. So, so hats off to you, Brian. But, um, so yeah, tell me about these, tell me about, the, <laughs> tell me about these flavor systems though. So, so generally the way we describe it is like cage always is going to use all natural flavoring and you're going to try to minimize the amount of sucralose. And you'll, and I think on every formula, you'll either see just stevia or you're going to see stevia in front of sucralose on the, in the blend. Um, and that's basically my explanation. But there's got to be more secret sauce to this because no one's touching these flavor systems. In, in our family, Cage is the reliable go-to for uh, everyone. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate the feedback on that. Um, no, we spent a lot of time on the on the flavors. I'd say it's kind of like our protein bars. I think, uh, you know, when you look at most brands, they're working with a contract manufacturer. They're working with their, you know, R&D, their lab team. And, you know, they might get it back and say, hey, you know, here's version one, two, three. And it usually never gets past four or five. They just don't have you know, the resources to sit there and do it. Um, a lot of our flavors, like our bars are on, you know, version 50, 60 before we get it fully nailed for some of the products. And, you know, we're flavoring with natural ingredients, which makes it so much harder than, you know, going with artificial flavors uh, where you can use a lot less and uh, different things. So um, we do have lots of tricks and lots of layers to our um, flavor systems in terms of how they work and different natural ingredients and, different uh, flavor modulators and maskers and um, enhancers and uh, really cool things that work amazing in terms of getting the ingredients and the flavors. And, uh, you know, when you look at products like our Outlive that has, you know, 16 grams of greens in there, um, if you try that without flavor and a lot of guys on our team were like, hey, we need an unflavored uh, Outlive. Everyone wants that. 
And as soon as they try it, you, you throw up drinking it. It's just absolutely horrible. It's the healthiest drink out there, but you know, those are some of the complex products that we really have to spend a lot of time getting things, getting the flavors lined up that work with those type of flavor profiles and uh, making them taste amazing. So um, we've, uh, yeah, we're, we got some cool uh, projects that we're working on with some uh, large beverage companies where they're having some uh, issues uh, flavoring some of their uh, new and innovative ingredients. So we're working closely with them on a few projects right now to uh, hopefully bring something cool to the plant protein area in the next few months. Super cool. Well, and Brian, do you, do you spend time, um, tweaking the flavors yourself or is this with a flavor house or i do it all myself i over the weekend i just finalized uh we redid all of our whey protein isolates and i just uh spent the weekend testing uh 36 different chocolate proteins and 25 different vanillas from uh eight different flavor houses to get it down to the ones that we like and once again i think that's just something that uh you know it's hard to get asking your flavor manufacturer to say hey can you order, you know, the top 25 vanillas from all these flavor houses and mix us versions of those and make adjustments? Uh, it just doesn't happen. So, you know, it's kind of like an art and science. We take a lot of pride in our flavors and uh, it's kind of like grandma making you a meal. When you get it, you're happy and it makes you feel good with it. So uh, we put a lot of time into the flavors to get them that way. Thank you. I will say I've always I've always been a huge fan of your cocoa that you've used. So hopefully you didn't mess with my cocoa. But. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, be, we'll send you some samples of the new isolate. I think uh, you're going to be very happy with it. Excellent. Please do. Yes. So uh, pre-cage has been the same uh, since like 2014, you said? Yep. Uh, so Ben, when we came out with that product, we wanted to, we said we wanted to build something that, you know, back then that 10 years from now, you could still take and it would still be effective. And uh, that was kind of the goal with that one. I think we're, we're, Creeping up to the 10 year mark to where it's uh, still going strong. But uh, yeah, it's it's just, you know, a right combination of uh, proven ingredients at the right dosages that really work for most people out there. And, uh, you know, for those people that wanted something a little up, you know, they would just take it with the, the encaged. And for others that it's too intense for, they would just kind of take a half a scoop. So uh, it kind of did the trick for most people as far as it goes. And uh, now we've kind of stepped it up a little bit with uh, the Elite, where it's kind of an all-in-one product, and then also, you know, a step down with uh, Pre-Cage Sport for, you know, a lot of people that are just in sports or um, not looking for that massive muscle pump, but they're looking for, you know, mental performance or playing basketball or golf or different areas. So we wanted to give different variations, uh, kind of where we get different demographics. I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but uh, the first year that you guys launched, you did the uh, Idaho uh, Fit Expo. It's like the the town center you guys have there. I I was there with Mark Laser from NutriBio, and I remember it had to have been 2014-ish. Back then, uh, you know, there was really only maybe like one or two pre-workouts in the market that were like what I would consider to be clinical. And I remember when we saw your panel... It was the funniest thing, because at the time working at Nutribio, you think we thought we were like the best ever. We were like, I would actually use this pre-workout. And, and, and in 2014, that was a rare thing. You know, I think I think we can say today, like, we're really spoiled. If, and I wish if there's anything I could tell younger kids in supplements right now, it's like, you don't know how good you have it between both formulas and flavors. I mean, like, back in the day, we had neither formulas nor flavors. But when you guys came out with it that year, I remember it was like the only, one of the only pre-workouts in the market that was awesome um looking back over the years you've done small things like remove the quercetin uh, move some things around uh if if you could look back like did you think that launch was that everything you wanted it to be was there was there anything looking back that you feel like you have better 2020 vision on no you know what when we launched pre that was it it was dialed everyone was super happy it was you know we took it to where we felt the market was going to be you know like i said you know five ten years down the road and something that we all knew that we could take down the road that would still work amazing. There might be new versions. Maybe you could take less of certain ingredients or uh, different things. But at the end of the day, it gave you that energy, the endurance, the pump. Um, just everything was put together there to where, you know, it worked for most people. And uh, I think, you know, still you can take it now eight plus years later and it still gives most people that uh, same feeling. Uh, there are some that, you know, want to step it up even, you know, a notch further. Um, and there's some that want to step it down a little bit, but we think for, you know, most people out there, pre-cage is still a pretty good driver. Cool. 
So I, we only have some chat questions left, unless Mike has other stuff he wants to get into. But um, Dr. Andrews wants to know if there's pro-hydrolase pro in the new isolates or what you're doing in terms of sourcing. Yes, there is pro-hydrolase in the new um, whey protein that we're coming out with. Oh. We spent a lot of time really on um, improving the flavor and the texture and uh, just mouthfeel to where, you know, a lot of times when you drink a whey protein isolate, I'd say it's comparable to drinking like skim milk where it's just really thin and you know, you drink it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm still hungry. So we, our new version is, you know, tastes absolutely amazing. Um, it's got a nice consistency and mouthfeel to it, but it, it's more like if you're drinking a protein blend to where you actually um, enjoy that taste and it doesn't feel like you're drinking skim milk. So awesome. Cool. Well, that's, we've that's done cool. a lot of, a lot of fun uh, flavor work on that one. So hope you guys are happy with that one when it comes out, looking for your feedback. I, well, I, Mike is the flavor guy. I got to say, like, on the record, for at least for once, like, if, if you have flavors that you need, like, reviewed, completely send them to Mike. I I, I'm, I I think I could probably handle Outlive 100 unflavored. If you ever want to try a challenge, I'd love to try that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do <right>. it. You're <laughs> on. But, I, I, and, you know, Mike is, yeah. to me, like, flavor... It's, it, it is what it is. I'm taking it for a purpose, but Mike Mike has a has a tongue for this flavor stuff. It's, it's funny, I because you know, I'm one of these people that I don't eat uh, Italian family, so food is a very very big part of our existence, and um, a lot of my family like food is everything, and that's like what we talk about. It's what we do. It's it's everything, and so for me, I actually don't get my happiness or joy out of out of food like much of my family. But once I start getting into I don't, but it's still there for me. And so when, when I start getting into tasting something like I, it excites me and the older I get for whatever reason, the more exciting, as more excited I get too. So I don't know. I, I, I'm a, I'm a huge fan, but, um, I do get very into it. So I, oh, did Darren, oh, Darren had to take off. So we've been, we've done lots of blind, blind taste testing against the top whey protein isolates. And so far everyone's came back that it's by far the best tasting one in terms of the vanilla, the chocolate. Um, and we have three other flavors that will surprise you with. But when we send you samples, we'll do an, another live cast. I want to watch your face as you're, yeah, as that's, you're drinking because it's quite an experience different than anything on the market. That's part of what I wanted to say. So, yeah, sometimes and it's also important. Uh, you know, it's important to be able to have a tub that you can finish. But if a lot of people are looking for that first initial look in your eyes video, there was a video where our, our editor actually cut out the eye contact because he was trying to go fast and stuff. He cut out the eye contact on one of my tasting. I said, no, you got to put that back in because we need to see people need to see what that, what that reaction is. It And, uh, and they know if you're faking, it. if there is a micro um, micro reaction or whatever of, of disgust, like it, it can be seen in slow motion and people look at that stuff. So for sure, I I'm all for a live tasting. We're hoping to open everyone's eyes with the new whey protein isolate like we did with the fish oil. So super excited to get your taste, feedback, and blessing on these. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. Well, so that's a really solid hour. I think that's the most we've ever packed into an hour of podcasting, to be honest with you. That was, that was super packed. Um, if you guys have anything else to talk on, I'm, I'm great to go. I was, that's a lot. I can't wait to publish this. No, I think I think we are good. This has been awesome. Brian, I, I know you've been like, you know, hidden behind the scenes a lot and everything but please like you're welcome to come out and chat with us anytime like any launch and everything i think everyone's gonna just absolutely love you and you're obviously a student of this game and uh, like you love your craft like you can tell like not everyone's getting 38 formulas of whey protein isolate over the weekend and so like we appreciate you now i think a lot of people who listen to this will like they'll get it like oh that's like this is one of these driving forces behind that i never even knew about so here it is Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate all that you guys do for the industry and getting information out to everyone and teaching everyone about the right supplements and uh, keep doing the great work. We appreciate it.